And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. And you are so jovial. It's it's just it's just mind blowing. You're 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 so jovial. It's legendary. I mean, I'm just a jovial uh, guy. You are every yes. you are every bit of that. Yes. Welcome, ladies every and gentlemen, once again bit of to the most jovial music show online. I'm going to have to use that in a promo one time. The most jovial <laughs> indie music show in the world. I like that. We'll have to work on that. Welcome, everyone, listeners around the world. Of course, our listeners in Rochester, New York, who listen to us through the facilities of WRFZ FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio. This is the show where every show is an award show and every one of our guests is an automatic award winner like well like this guy Jim Alchin a legendary American blues rock guitarist he's got a brand new album out and this is a track from it it's called Two Bad Dreams <laughs>
Frank Palangi here from upstate New York. You're listening to The David Bauer Show. Keep rocking. Uh, Frank, that was good, except it's The David Bauer's Awards Show. Let me try to explain this one more time. It's The David Bauer's Awards Show. Oh, I give up. <laughs> Some days you just up, can't win. Baby. <laughs> Some yeah, days you just can't. Hey, no, it was. That's uh, all in fun, uh, Frank. We've had him on the show. For those of you who haven't heard, uh, we've had him on the show several times, and he's uh, a, a great guy, yeah. hardworking rocker from upstate New York, and he is constantly climbing the ladder of success. I forget what he's doing right now, but uh, he uh, he consistently moves up. He's open for some names. And uh, he is he is making some noise, as are some of our other guests who we should get to as quickly as possible. We've got a couple of great bands on here for you today and uh, tell you I want to tell you about the guy that you just heard in case you uh, weren't familiar with him. This is from the fourth album by the critically acclaimed American blues rock guitarist Jim Alchin was produced by Grammy winner Tom Hambridge and features 14 new tunes performed by Jim and an all-star Nashville-based studio crew, including Rob McNelly, Tom Hambridge, you already mentioned, Kenny Greenberg, Bob Britt on rhythm guitar, bassist Glenn Worf, uh, keysman Kevin McKendry, and Memphis Horns, as well as featuring on that particular track you just heard, Bobby Rush. And uh, Mike Zito is on another track from the album, Eight is Enough, Jimmy Alchin and... Uh, uh, you're going to like that album. If you like that song, you're going to love the album. This is the show where you and our guests get to pick the award winners. There are no nominations, no naming panels, none of that phony stuff. If you've got somebody or something you think deserves an award for something really great or really dumb, well, email me, David, at thedavidbowers.com. Put award in the subject line and tell me, who and why you think they're deserving of a The David Bowers Award. And today we are going to have a kind of a different 
uh, the David Bowers Award. This one is uh, is not so much a case of whether it's really super good or super bad. This is a this is one that's kind of open for discussion, and I wanted to touch on it because uh, I think it's very important uh, for the uh, music business. There's been a talk, and it was brought out by Keith Murphy in uh, Billboard magazine, September 28th issue. And uh, the talk is a possible name change for the category we now refer to as urban music. Now, I don't disagree with the possibility of a change in name for the genre, though I don't really see it's necessary. But I do disagree with labeling the music as they have proposed. The proposition is to label it black music. And I think that this really rings to me as contributing to a divisive name. Uh, I'm not against black. I'm not for black any more than I would be for white or any other color. But I just want to stay away from anything that creates divides, uh, like like racism, for example. Now think about what would happen if somebody labeled a form of music white music or red music and so on, whatever. Urban as it's called now, is a unifying identity for the music genre. It unites us rather than divides us. And do we really need to change it? Country music, for example, is emblematic of a lifestyle, and so is urban. Not everyone lives in Nashville. Not all urban enthusiasts live in Compton, but they can still relate. Cannot accept urban and leave the category genre as it, named as it is or the other labels of recent years, then let's at least create a genre-specific term rather than a race-specific term. I think we really need to stop reinforcing racial and other divides. We're all Americans. We should all respect and be proud of our heritage and our differing backgrounds. There's no reason any of us should have to hide it. But we are all Americans. And if we must categorize or label music so that it fits into our formats and genres, then let's do it in a way that doesn't perpetuate stereotypes, but rather can unite us. We say we want to make all races equal. We did away with blacks-only restrooms, water fountains, and stuff. So let's make all music genres equal. As I said, I don't disagree with the idea to change the label, though I don't really see a need for it. But I do disagree with making it a racially insensitive, insensitive labeling. What say you, John Bon Jovial? Oh, I agree completely. It, it, it is a, a more of a, a lifestyle identification than it is an identification with any particular group of people. Uh, again, you know, you mentioned the uh, the, the the country music element. Uh, People can relate to George and Tammy. They can relate to Waylon Jennings. They can relate to Keith Urban. And, you know, when you think of that, you think of Nashville. And, yeah, I'd love to live in Nashville, but I don't. But I love what comes out of there, and I identify with it. And the same is true with uh, with 
with uh, Urban, uh, which, of course, was born from contemporary hit radio, which was born from top 40 radio. So it morphs and it uh, progresses. But uh, if you take a look at um, uh, at Urban, what are you going to call it? Well, some people are calling it hip hop. To me, that is a name that stereotypes and does not allow people to identify with a lifestyle. And I, I, I think that urban is a far better descriptor than I think it uh, is, you know, for that, uh, for that I, brand of music. Yeah, obviously I think it is. And uh, I, I think that, you know, to call it black music, you're automatically eliminating the white artists that are a part of hip hop, uh, rap, and the whole urban music subgenre. And I think so, it's a yeah, subgenre. Are you going to tell, yeah. yeah. tell Marshall Mathers, otherwise known as Eminem, that he can't, uh, he can't yeah, rap anymore because he's he's not black. I mean, I don't think so. And he's one. He he's. I mean, I'm not personally not into hip hop, but he is uh, a, a very fine. Uh, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Purveyor of uh, of the style. He does a great job, and he right. identifies with the woes of Detroit, which are not black or white. They're both. Yeah. And, uh, and so, that's yeah. That's my point. I, I think we need to make it an inclusive genre label, whether it's urban or we change it to something else. I think we need to make it inclusive, uh, both racially, societally, and in in every category. So uh, that was my point. Listeners, uh, the uh, emails are open to you. Drop me a line with your opinion, David at thedavidbowers.com. And uh, I'd love to hear your take on it, what you think. And uh, we get some letters. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll read them here on the air and, and give you a The David Bowers Award. Right now, we're going to Excellent. make our next award our first guests of the day. We have a group here with an interesting hard rock sound that, with a story behind it, and we'll get the story in just about, oh, maybe four minutes or so after we listen to Freak Show by Faith Head. <laughs> Just keep digging deep, deep, down deep The harvest is ready, you got no 
And there you have it. That's Freak Show by the group who call themselves Faith Head. And nobody would guess in, uh, oh, five or ten years at least, that they're from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Here's the man right now, Patrick <laughs> Shipley from Faith Head. Welcome aboard, Patrick. How you doing today? I'm doing great, David and Joe. Thank you for having me on here. I'm, it's a pleasure. Fantastic to have you here, and I was really, when I first heard your music, I was really surprised, and I guess it's kind of a preconceived notion, but I was really surprised to find that you were from Chattanooga. I would not have guessed that uh, that, that was where you were from. How, how did well, you they guys play rock and roll in Chattanooga. Yeah, I believe they do. I just don't associate a. Uh, I just don't associate metal bands with Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm sorry. It's, uh, you guys got to be the hardest well, rockers in Chattanooga. Uh, well, I would. I wouldn't necessarily say that, but uh, you know, we we do well on our own. Um, there there are some great bands that are that have come out of Chattanooga, and right now we're we're doing pretty good to for our music to stretch as far as it has. You you definitely are doing that. The word is getting out, and uh, I want to get to uh, I want to get to that particular part of your story here. But before we do, tell us a little bit about how you guys came together, how long you've been together, uh, how you got to where you are right now. Well, just just very simply, um, I, I you know I I'd come out of a band that had done pretty well. I wasn't exactly sure if I had another band in me. You know, I'd I'd gotten married and had some kids, and I wasn't exactly sure if, you know, do I want to keep doing this? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God sent the inspiration to me. So I was driving between some two cities, and uh, it just all kind of fell into place. Uh, pretty much, I, you know, I'm, I'm the glue that kind of, that binds us all together. I, I knew I knew all the, the guys in the band, and you know some of them did or did not know each other, but uh, for the most part, um, I got to I got to pick a lot of the people that I wanted to play with, and the idea was very simple in the beginning, and it's still kind of the driving force today. I wanted to be able to write and play music that I liked, and I wanted it to be fun, and I wanted it to be inspiring to people, and you know God bless that. He he blessed that, and it started with one song, going to the mountain, and people liked that song. And there, as soon as we put it out, they like, got another, 
And then we put out another song, and I'm like, oh, you got another. I'm like, well, we just gave you two. He's like, no, you got to go to the album. You got to go to the studio, record an album. And then it kind of all just snowballed from there. But I'm, I'm very blessed to have such good musicians around me. I got Gabriel Gardner on drums, phenomenal drummer, multi styles, you know, just not just a metal drummer, but he does jazz. He can do all the country uh, snare, you know, fancy licks. Uh, he, he knows it all. I got Donnie Rains on guitar. Who who is a phenomenal you know song you know songwriter guitarist and you know he was he came in as a rhythm player and he's he's settled into the the lead guitar role very well and it's it's been awesome to watch him blossom in an area that he would not have initially called his strength and then I got Jimmy Webb now on vocals who has just done a phenomenal job as a front man and it's like every performance he just grows exponentially so i'm very blessed to have these guys you know in this group it sounds like uh, it sounds like you're all pretty well blessed there and i want to get into that and your inspiration because that was uh, that was one of the things that attracted my attention but before i do i know john bon jovial is sitting there just chomping at the bit wanting to jump in here what you got john <laughs> Well, Patrick, uh, you know, first of all, congratulations on a, a really, really nice sound. Uh, you know, musically, you guys have got it together. You've got a nice uh, production value to the uh, to the song, to Freak Show. And uh, I, you asked, actually, you answered uh, one of my questions. I was wondering who was doing the vocals, if that was you. But I guess and now I know it was Jimmy Webb. Um, and the thing that I like about his vocals is, you know, is is there's one thing that turns me off to metal music and that's when somebody tr goes out of their way to try to kill their voice when there's while they're singing and he doesn't he sings he's melodic he carries the tune it's a full voice and the music accompanies it beautifully instead of this this mass distortion of voices that i hear and i just wonder, my, wonder to myself yeah, yeah, it's good balance, and I always wonder how these bands are able to do that, and then after the show, can they actually talk to each other, or is this guy shut down because now he's got to take in a gallon of Listerine to get his voice back? Um, well, and, the, uh, the, the, the singer on the album is Jason, Be Jason Beavers, and Jimmy, who, who replaced Jason, actually, they're very a lot alike. Uh, Jimmy's okay. got a good melodic voice, but he can also do some of that heavier stuff, which you will hear on our next uh you know release we've got a single coming out here soon called old sin new skin where you're going to get to see uh jimmy do both of those but jason you know he, he he did an excellent job on the first album actually he's helping us write the second one so he's uh he had to leave the band because of personal issues he just he just couldn't keep going forward with us doing the live stuff but he's still he's still in the family and still supporting us so it's 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 fantastic there Fantastic. Is, is, is he I sitting in? I was going to say, is he sitting in as a studio musician with you guys? Uh, he's he's doing some uh, songwriting with us. He's doing some production work with us. I'm hoping that uh, he will be able to do some studio stuff. Right now, his times uh, his times very limited. Otherwise, he'd he'd still he'd still be holding you know that singer spot. But right. all in all, you know, Jimmy's done a phenomenal. Uh, job for our live performance it's, it, you know he's just a phenomenal front man and you know Jason is a great songwriter great guitarist it's hard to 
hard to play guitar and do vocals and, and do the front man thing. You think of all the greats, David Lee Roth, uh, you know, Ozzy, all, all those guys. It's hard to – you can't juggle, you know, both positions. And, it's tough you know, to do both do, and do them well. Do them equally well. Yes, exactly. So, and I hope you're mentioning your next single. I hope you will get us a copy of that so that uh, we can present it here on the show for the listeners. Uh, now, you you had talked about your inspiration. And as I said, that was one of the things that caught my attention. Your, uh, your inspiration and the fact that your music is more than just music. It, it actually has a message and a very positive message. Yes, that, that is something that, uh, I, you know, we, 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 we label ourselves, you know, as a Christian band uh, because we all are believers of Jesus Christ of, you know, different denominations, but, you know, the message is still the same. And I think it's one of the divine elements in our songs is that a lot of people don't recognize right off the bat that, you know, we're, we're a Christian band and they, you know, they'll, they'll say, man, I, I just felt this energy in, in the music. And I was just was like, yes, I was feeling good. And I was getting into it. I'm like, well, that's great because whether you're a believer or not, we want you to have that. Because you know, as you know, hard rock or metal is often synonymous with negative energy or releasing negative energy. Exactly. We feel like our music can do both. You know, you can release the negative energy, but you can also be refilled with the positive energy, which can only come from the divine. And that is exactly why I was interested in having you come on the show with your message because of the fact that unlike a a lot of the heavy metal, a a lot of other types of music too, but in this case, heavy rock, unlike a lot of it, your message, your music has a very positive message, positive feel. And I like that. I think we need more of that today. John? The, the, the music has a positive feel. It's, it's got a good vibe to it. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't necessarily pick up on it being a Christian rock piece. I picked up on it as being something that I could listen to, something that I could enjoy, and something that I could aspire to, you know, wanting to learn more about. Um, but I think that, you know, musically, this is such a fine piece. Uh, it, it really is. I mean, yet you've got that heavy, uh, you know, metal vibe going with it. Uh, but the, the vocal is so clear and so precise and, uh, and, and, and the message, I mean, you know, somebody's going to think to themselves, Oh, welcome to the freak show. You know, I don't know if I want anything, any part of this, but you know, I, you know, the, the, what I get from that is, is, you know, welcome to life. That's that. I mean, it, it, am I am I off base there? No, I mean, there's there's definitely some room for some personal interpretation in that. There we there are so many people now in our culture saying my way is the only way, or you know, if yes. there we're so polarized. Yes, you know, there there is no yes, room for middle are. ground. There's no room for discussion. If you're if you're for this, you're automatically against that. And yeah, we have all these pseudo intellectuals. Yeah, I mean, we have all these pseudo intellectuals walking around, you know, declaring that their point of view is fact. Well, you know, we all know the cliche, and what we're doing in Faithhead is basically we're standing up and, and giving the Christian worldview its spot 
in the marketplace, in the public square. And that's all we're doing. We're saying we have a voice in this too, and this is ours. And, you know, we're not trying to put anybody down or anything of that nature. That We don't want to represent ourselves in that fashion. We don't think that's what Christ would have done. Actually, he would have probably had a, as, as if you read the Bible, he's always harder on the people who are supposed to be religious than those that needed to hear his message. So we try to emulate that as much as possible. But at the end of the day, what we're, we're trying to do is espouse truth from the Christian worldview the best that we can through music. And in the fact that, uh, the fact that, as you said, there, there's so much division and polarizing in our, in our society today. It's uh, it's good. It's refreshing to have someone with a positive message of unification. As a matter of fact, we were talking about that right at the top of the show. Uh, the uh, bit sure. about renaming urban music, uh, again, uh, trying to avoid uh, more divisiveness. Uh, the world has, has plenty of that uh, right now. Well, I want to take this opportunity to uh, thank you for coming on the show, bringing your music with it. Uh, we really enjoyed it. As I said, we are looking forward to having you share your new release with us. What do you guys got planned for the future besides a new album? Well, as of right now, we're trying to wrap up the last of our 2019 shows the biggest thing right now for us is we have a we have a crowdfunding campaign on indiegogo you go to our facebook page it's like our first pin if you go to our twitter account faithhead band uh you'll see it there we're just basically trying to raise funds so we can we can finish this uh ep you know we're not asking for a whole lot we have other needs this year has been such an awesome year god has really blessed us we've been able to go further than we have ever before. We went almost, well, we went to Pennsylvania. It was as far north as we ever went. We went to Meadville, PA, and played the festival up there, which is almost to Lake Erie. And then we went out to Kansas City the weekend after that and played Nehemiah Fest. So we have some needs, and it would be awesome, you know, if people could get behind us, if they believe in what we're doing and what we represent, if they could get behind us so we can uh, meet those needs and goals so we can do what we feel like we're called to do that would be awesome do you ever plan on getting out to uh either arizona to play or or down into florida well definitely we've been looking at florida there's been some uh interest down there definitely love to come back to phoenix i've I've been to phoenix many times my brother lived there for a number of years I, I'd love. We're we're looking at a wide range of festivals across the country. We'd like to be able to put together a, a small tour for 2019 if we can get the right venues and and things sure. to play. I mean, we we all have wives, lives, and mortgages and kids, so it's kind of a challenge to you know because there's. I mean, you know, there's no money in music right now, and the only way that you can do it, it's tough, or you will do it, is if you love it. And yep, we love exactly. it, and, you know. I mean, not one dime of the money that comes in on album sales or T-shirt sales, it all goes back into the ministry to keep it moving forward. N- not one dime has ever went into my pocket or anybody else's. So it, it, it's all to keep it moving forward. And well, you've got a, you've we would got like a good to attitude. Stretch our legs. Yeah, you've got well, a good I mean, attitude you got, and a good handle. I mean, you got to love music. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, we've heard that it. so many times from so many artists. Uh, I know uh, Joe Bowser so of the Oak Ridge Boys had talked with us about the fact that that's how they've managed to stay together for almost 50 years now. And uh, it is, it's true. You got to love what you're doing. You don't get into it just for the money. Again, uh, Patrick, thank you so much. Thank all the guys for contributing the music in the uh, 30 seconds or so that we have left. Tell us about this next track we're going to play called Push. Push is straight up one of those songs. If you need motivation to get through a tough time or to get through the day or get through the week, that's a song that you need to hear. Or if you're you know, struggling against some negative situation, that's your song. Push on, my friend. Thank you, Patrick. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank Patrick you guys. Shipley of the group who call themselves Faith Head, and here it is called Push. Faith Head, and that song is called Push. Just had a great conversation 
with our uh, good friend Patrick Shipley, who's the bass player and also the founder of the band. Uh, this is John Bon Jovial. I'm just waiting for David to get back here. He just got caught up on a message that he had to answer. So we're going to take care of a little bit of business here while we're waiting for him to come back. We want to let you know that the David Bowers Awards is underwritten through the generosity of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida. We use their studios and a lot of their equipment so we can bring this show to you. Computer Help USA, they're great people when it comes to the security of your computer, uh, the uh, sanctity and security of your network, and the peace of mind that you need that you can surf the internet worry Free Computer Help USA. They underwrite the David Bowers Show, and you can get a hold of them, of course, on the web at www.comphelpusa.com. And you can call them telephonically if you're in Canada or the United States at 239 596 6112, and also find them on Facebook and Twitter. Our next guest, and these are uh, some folks that have been on with us in the past. Uh, they call themselves Yo-Yo XNO, and we're going to play a couple of songs for you. We're going to start the first one right now, and this is Yo-Yo XNO, and it is called We're Here Now. Guess I get him better now All the grunge and grime at the time Got lost on me somehow Posing and supposing It was the right thing to do But none of that ever brought me Any closer to you See It was the right thing to do But none of that ever brought me any closer to you Looking in the mirror, what I saw I never knew Right there in the midst of everything, there was always you See, I I know it ain't easy, I know it ain't right 
trouble and it's this I And that's We're Here Now by Yo-Yo X and O, and they are here now. Come on in, guys. How Hi. You doing? Hi there. Hey, welcome back. Good to be Thank back. You. Thank you. Great to have you guys back here. Been looking forward to it. Been uh, what? It's been a few months since you were here before. What you all been doing besides making new music? Well, well that's what we've been doing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, come on. You sing it together. <laughs> okay. You go, Yo. I'll tell you what, we've um, actually got a, a full-length album coming up. So uh, an answer to your question is that we've been really busy, make, busy making music, really. Uh, so uh, that's what I've been focusing on, at least. Fantastic. When's that supposed to come out? It's out on the 26th of October. Oh. And it will be on all major platforms, all digital distribution, and uh, yeah. Any, any, uh, do you have any uh, major tracks from it? Is it just going to be a straight album release, or, or are you going to push a track up front or something? No, we're not really pushing tracks like that because uh, we 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 wanted to make an album this time to make uh, more like you know thinking a uh, long time like the old vinyl records. Uh, sure. And uh, so so we're thinking of the album as a whole or like like a long playlist and then. It's hard to, to pick something out that's supposed to be a hit or something because it all comes together. Sure. No, I understand that. The reason I ask is I was hoping maybe you'd uh, at least pick a track to send us that we can uh, we can play on the show and get some uh, get, get the word out there for you. Any track, any track. Uh, you pick. You pick something, and uh, we'll get it on here, give it a play, and see what happens. Tell us about the music that uh, we're playing now. Now, we just we just played We're Here Now. Uh, tell us about that track. Uh, we're here now in 2018, and uh, the lyrics starts. I mean, to begin with, I, I kind of uh, think we got the groove going there, so that could be a show opener once we play it live, because uh, I think... You kind of tap your feet. If you're standing up, you'd be shaking your hips a bit. And uh, so that was Why do you think I picked it to open with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Thank you for that. Uh, so, And then the lyrics go, uh, I fought my way through decades. I guess I get them better now. And the idea is we're here in 2018 and uh, still hanging in there. And there are a few things that happened along the way that kind of um, makes a bit more sense these days. And then there's obviously a bit of, um, you know, um, uh, what happens uh, to, to the relationship and uh, did she leave me now and what was going on and a bit of a dream dream sequence in the song as well. And uh, I think, um, yo, you made a, a, um, some great um, uh, mixes on that song, using well, the cool sounds that I, I quite appreciate your uh, mm -hmm. uh, sorting that out. Yeah, well, That's you know, we always ping pong the tracks between our studios. So, so when I got it, I, I had some, I elaborated a little bit with the different kind of reverbs on the vocal to to get uh, like a fifties feeling when you sing "Return to Sender." 
because so that's like hinting to Elvis and all that. Right, right. And then and then make it big room when you come to a dream. So so I was playing around with reverbs on on this one. Yeah. Now that's the this track is part of an album, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what is the name of the that album? All the songs in the world. Uh, and strangely enough, that's the one we're going to close this interview with. Boy, I sure got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, you know, once in a while you step in it and come out smelling like a rose. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> uh, now, is there is there going to be a uh, a theme of sorts for the new album? Well, actually, all the songs in the world is, is kind of a... Um, it frames the the line of thinking that we we try to keep when we're we're making music. We, we're not uh, afraid to step out of, of um, one genre. You know, we, uh, we started we start this album out with a song that's actually combining two or three genres of music right, in one in the one song, and and then we go further with. Um, diff- different types of uh, different kinds of songs, and, and that's I, how we like to work, you know. Yeah, I'd even say that we go to extremes on this album. So there might even be uh, sounds on there that you you've never heard before. I was that, going that, to that's mention that saying a lot, but I mean, uh, we're old rockers. We come from uh, we love the Stones and the Beatles, the British pop pop bands of the sixties and. Uh, uh, and the 50s, obviously, as well. But uh, in this case, we've stretched out a bit. Um, yes, I, yeah. I was going to mention that, and I'm glad you brought it up, because that was one of the things I wanted to point out. Uh, this album, All the Songs in the World, uh, you, you really do uh, cross genres from song to, from track to track and styles of music. And uh, it was really difficult picking out the tracks I was going to use on the show uh, so I, I kind of tried to pick a couple of tracks that were commercial in sound, yet carried forth the sound that I hear coming from you guys. So hopefully I was able to get that there. John Bon Jovio, you're sitting there kind of unusually quiet. Well, just <laughs> just taking it all in and uh, listening, enjoying the conversation. Uh, the The question, though, that I have for either one of you guys is uh, when it comes to th- th- this particular album, you know, all the songs in the world. Now, you know, that's a pretty heavy responsibility to try to be influenced by everything. So, and I, I realize it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek or maybe a facetious comment, but uh, in all sincerity, I would like to know, you know, who is, you know, who influences you? Who is your musical muse? Who develops, who helps you mentally develop your style? Well, I, I tell you what, um, apart from all the obvious uh, rock and pop music that we've listened to through the years, I get quite a lot of inspiration from my friend, Yo, because uh, he sends me something and I go, what on earth was that? I need to comment <laughs> on that. So, I think I've done. Uh, I think it's uh, the other way around as well. So I, yeah. I've done a few extreme songs in the past, and some of the the uh, replies to those tracks I think are on this album now. Because mm-hmm. the more uh, strange sounding parts of this album, I would say that's you, Joe. 
Well, thank you. Well, and also, I would say I, we've done a few collaborations with people before. So uh, a few years back, we let out a single with a young rapper. Uh, it's one of his songs, and, and we made the, the, the back tracks to, to him. And so that kind of inspired me to do more hip-hop things or going, going in that direction. And uh, now this summer, I was in New Orleans, and I met up with... Uh, Eliza Lynn is a Americana folk music uh, person, right. um, made a couple of albums and so forth. And so we got together and wrote a song. So th we hopefully, hopefully we will be able to do something with her later on. That uh, would be cool. So whatever, whatever person or whatever uh, people I, I bounce into, I, I, I do not really, I do not. Um, uh, I'm I'm kind of free and open to whatever music they they're burning for, and and I try to take that in. There's some American influence in there. It isn't oh, yeah. all <laughs> it is not all the Brits and the Europeans. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's all it's it's so much of it is the U.S. for us as well. And we're we're uh, we've grown up listening to the blues and. Uh, you're uh, great, but I mean, I say the Beatles. We could we could say the Beach Boys as well. I mean, it's uh, yeah. the way they, they thrived on each other, and uh, certainly the Beach Boys are a huge influence on us. Uh, I mean, th especially perhaps the vocals and trying. We're, we're not the Beach Boys, obviously, but we're trying to do uh, vocal harmonies, and uh, right. we love that, which right. is something so both the Beatles and the Beach Boys did. It sounds. It sounds trite, but I, I think that's what makes music the universal language. The fact mm -hmm. that it, it does draw from all these influences, and, uh, and that's the beauty of it. It's universal. Uh, yeah. Before we let you go, all I right. want, to th want to thank you for coming back and being on the show again. Thanks and for having us. Thanks we'll look, for having us. Yeah. Been a we'll pleasure. Look forward to that new album. And tell us, tell us about this next track, all the songs in the world. Tell us about the track itself. Okay, that's one of the first songs we wrote together on our first uh, um, joint session of writing songs for this project, and that was back in two thousand fourteen, and it kind of stayed on a tape or something for years. And then we dug it out and we found it. And what? Did we do this? This is great. We have to write a lyric. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys so much. We do look forward to hearing from you again. Keep in touch with us. Let us know when that new album's available. And uh, we'll put a shout out there. Get it out. Get the word out. And get you guys back on the show to, to play some of the music from it. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, from Stockholm, Yo-Yo XNO, and here they are with the title track of the album, All the Songs in the World.
from Stockholm, Sweden. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks to all our guests today. Yo-Yo XNO and, of course, Faith Head for joining us and making making some great sounds. And we look forward to talking with you and with our guests again next week. So, John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. Another great hour here at the David Bowers Awards. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa devices, 
as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and some of these other silly social media platforms where you get your favorite podcasts and wherever great indie music is played. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page, and be sure to like The David Bowers on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter, too. If you would, please, we sure would appreciate it. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick the Geek, And all the other crew of rejects here at the David Bowers Awards, this is the legendary John Bon Jovial saying, thanks for being with us. We sure appreciate it. And we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.